lots of Taylor Swift, but you know, she's got several genres in her own. That's true. Yeah. You yeah. could just listen to Taylor Swift and it would be, this is actually a very fitting introduction to Graham because yes. I knew this was going to come up. <laughs> it has I to. We didn't even it. wait for it. Yeah. No. Immediate. Yeah. Graham is great. One of the first things I learned about <laughs> Graham was his, his affection for Taylor Swift. And, uh, I feel like that's, that's pretty telling. What is it about Taylor Swift? Like when I meet Swifties, it's like, you know, the ones that are like, you can tell when somebody kind of just hopped on that train. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, that was not the vibe I got from Graham very yeah. early. Like, it was. Well, sw- something that sets her apart from every other artist is like the intention with every single thing she does. Yes. Like, it's not like most artists where they like put out music and they're like, okay, go on tour, whatever. There's like things within everything it's she layered. does. It's yeah. Very yes. layered. It's like fun. And like yeah. for her fans, like there's. Easter eggs and there's and then you put all that aside and just listen to the music she, and it's great. She almost feels like Marvel or she feels like uh like uh I don't know, something older than that, like Star Trek, like how you have a following and it's because like of that Easter egg or like yeah. that like like that <laughs> Yeah. In season seven, episode thirty nine, you know, You're like, right. like Swifties are kinda intention. like that. They'll yeah. go back to the album but like, but remember this right. whatever. Yeah. And then she's influenced people like Olivia Rodrigo to do that kind of thing, those kind of things now. Like you know, like she's been around since 2006. Yeah. I mean, she was the ver- Taylor Swift was the very first concert I ever went to. Really, it was my 13th. Yes, my 13th oh. birthday. I went to Fearless. Fearless. You were doing the math in your head. You oh, yeah, that was the first yeah. tour she headlined. Yeah, where were you at? Biloxi, Mississippi. I've heard of that. She went to Biloxi. Yeah. That's so funny. The Biloxi Coliseum. I'm always shocked when people, uh, Ben used to talk about seeing John Mayer in the, uh, in Jackson at JSU, whatever they're. What? Yeah. And I was like, when was the time that John Mayer was was at that stadium? That's so weird. Wild. It always shocks me when people have been through Mississippi or whatever. So, all right, we've covered Graham's like whole personality We're <laughs> yeah good to go, there right? it is uh no we'll do like a formal intro before this or whatever into the podcast but graham we're really excited that you're here yeah. yes graham super is, excited he's one of our favorite new additions we love graham would you say he's your favorite new addition to the team absolutely yeah, I, easy I, I feel like it's an easy pick easy <laughs> don't even have to think about it daniel's Sweet. gonna hate that i said that <laughs> weeks after he was on here sorry daniel yeah so kind of what we're doing today is just uh just getting getting to know you uh, yeah. we're kind of going through some new staff members getting to know people and melissa and i have both been very excited to have <laughs> yes you very excited to have you here i'm excited to be here yeah all right graham tell us about yourself you are how old are you where are you from all the we'll just get all we'll speed date this thing got it yeah 23 um where i'm from is debatable because i'm a pk so moved uh, around a little bit as a kid okay i didn't know mainly that, i claim hattiesburg that's where i lived like the longest area i mean a small town out, yeah it's called richardson outside of hattiesburg but mainly claim the hattiesburg area that okay. was where most of my life went to jones for two years southern miss for a semester and then ended up at mc finished my degree in may would you call yourself an mc boy that's loaded. <laughs> That's loaded. Um, no. No. Okay. All right. I I do love MC. Um, and I have a different appreciation for it because some people that have been to MC all four years or whatever, they're like, oh, I hate it, whatever. And people are different. Yeah. But I've been to places, Southern Miss, that I personally like. That wasn't for hated. you. That yeah. wasn't for yeah. you. Completely not for me. And MC is like for me. Like, I don't know. I just, I loved it. Okay. And like different, they have different, like there's different things at mc and people were like oh, i don't enjoy that I enjoy this like my community that i had at mc like bsu and like worship people and stuff like that's what it was I, very strong yeah yeah and that's the people i loved so what did you what did you study while you were there worship leader oh 
Worship leadership. It'd be like so. That I was actually only there for three semesters, which was sad. But yeah, I did worship leadership my whole time. I was there, and then previous to that, like at Jones and Southern Miss, obviously that's not offered. I was doing music education. Was going to be band director. That was my that was my life. But the Lord called me into ministry, so came up here. I was going to be band director. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna, we just I was, need it. We need to go back on that one for a second. <laughs> I was gonna be. That's awesome. <laughs> did, I, said, did I say that? Said band director. <laughs> I definitely said. Band director. I thought you said. I thought you I said like, I was gonna me. be Ben Rector. I was okay, like, but like, go on, tell him. No, tell him. I thought you were just speaking that into existence. No, I was like, Graham. I don't understand the correlation from band director to Ben Rector. I love Ben Rector. Just saw him two weekends ago. Okay. Well, I know. I know. Um, that's why I was yeah, like, like, I was gonna be Ben Rector, but how, the Lord called me to ministry, you know, well, and I was like, okay, tell gonna, him. As you say, speak that into existence. Yeah. Okay. We'll just, <laughs> we'll, just man, we'll just we'll manifest that. Disclaimer: <laughs> Graham does not. Do that. <laughs> Graham, this is this has been a common uh, concept uh, for uh, yeah. conversation. Yeah. Wait, how was Ben Rector live? Oh, oh my gosh! Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know those artists? Like, you see the Taylor Swift. You see this artist live, and you're like, immediately after, you're like, okay, how am I going to see them again? This changes everything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that was the. He's been one of my favorite artists for a long time, but that was the first time I got to see him live, and he's just the best. I love when you have somebody that you love listening to, and you go and see them live, and they do not disappoint. Right? Because I've been, I've been in the other position where it's like. Wow, these guys are definitely just yeah. studio musicians. Yeah. yeah. So that's okay. And there's artists like I've been saying this like about this concert. There's artists um that can perform well and like are very good musically and put on a good show in that sense, but it's also another thing to like host the night well and in- yeah. interact with the audience well and yeah. just like, you know, and not just like have stage presence is yeah, a thing. Stage yeah. presence is like 100%. Like he is super gifted at. That's awesome. And so I just made it even better. Yeah, that's so. great to hear. So you were going to grow to be Ben Rector. Yeah, I mean, that's uh, what we're doing now. <laughs> but the Lord called you in the ministry, so... He may still call me Ben we'll Rector. Oh, know, my we'll gosh. And, uh, and so you graduated um, from MC this past May, correct? Uh, right. And uh, started applying for churches yep. and, and did that whole thing. And I'm curious how you ended up here. Like, obviously, I was yeah. kind of on the team that brought you here, so mm-hmm. I know that part of that but can we talk a little bit about the journey from getting you know from mc to vertical and and all of that yeah it's actually kind of funny um my it also knows this about me maybe Melissa knows this about me like i'm a really big like planner and want everything to like abcd whatever like graham and i get along because of that i love that about you organization um and so like it was like december 22 like right before i mean the semester before i graduated i'm like all right jobs let's when go. you start applying yeah yes and like had interviews and all these kinds of things obviously it was a little far away for some stuff um but that's normal though i mean it's yeah senior years coming to an end it's right like, right let's, right let's get this thing on the road um but it was in like i feel like it was in and you can tell me when y'all posted it but it was like in april or it was in may spring, something like that late spring and one of my friends who we were also he um wanted to do production. He had Christian studies degrees. We were both looking for jobs and kind of just like helping each other with that. Yeah. And he sent me, um, this like site creative jobs, I think is what it's mm-hmm. called. Yeah. And that's where I saw it. Um, I'd never heard of vertical, but I saw it on there. I was like Madison, like, let's go. Yeah. But funny, I almost didn't apply for it. Like I was like, dude, I don't, I'm, I'm not going to get this job. There's no way. Really? Yeah. That's 100%. wild. That's, I was like, we, uh, we look good online y'all. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was just like, I was like, they don't want somebody just graduated, like not no full-time experience in the industry, funny. whatever, but the Lord worked it out. Yeah. Um, 
So yeah. you, so you applied. At, so maybe you'll get a little bit of an. You'll be able to give a little bit of an insider scoop. How intimidating <laughs> is it to go through the process of applying at Vertical? Was it was it bad? Was it good? How do we Absolutely how, how compared to other churches? How well, how was it dating us for a job? We we talked about this at lunch <laughs> the other day. <laughs> Um, had some really terrible um, Oh, yeah. For, yeah, we won't interviews call out other churches. And, yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Right, and I won't name any names. Thank you. Um, okay. Um, <laughs> you know just who you are. Drop. Yeah, yeah. If you're listening, you know. Uh, <laughs> but, um, no, like, all the, the whole process, and I told this to, like, some people that I was talking to. I was like, the process is, like, it wasn't, it wasn't long, I would say, because, like, compared to other churches, like, most churches, like, really dragged their feet when hiring somebody. And, yeah. like, what I really appreciated about Vertical was, like, okay, we did this, next step. Like, there was always communication, and yeah, I really yeah. appreciated that. But also, every step of the way, there was, like, three interviews and then, like, some tests and then, like, um, shadowing and then leading and whatever. But, like, something I said to my friends when they would ask me, like, even though there's, like, so many steps, like, I'm super thankful for every step. And yeah. it's, like, helped me get to know Vertical a little bit more and know the people and know their intentions. Yeah. And I'm a big intention guy, so. Yes, yeah, yeah, And that's that's one reason why I kind of felt like we knew it was going to work out was, you know, you were more than willing to do all of that. And it's, like, we want to be very intentional with the people that we're hiring because, mm-hmm. you know, just kind of like you have to be a good steward of money. We have to be a good steward of opportunity and, and all of that. Yeah. Um, but uh, just going through that process, it was it was very clear, like, pretty early on, I would say. I, I think Nate and Meg want to go with this. Like, I feel like we have our guy. And actually, funny enough, Melissa was a part of the, uh-huh, she the Yeah, I got, we got to hop on a, a Zoom call. Yeah. I would love to talk about yeah, this. Yeah, so <laughs> I, I'm, actually, I'm curious, actually. So just, so just for the Verdes out there listening, so part of an interview process here at Vertical is, like, take Graham. Graham's coming in to work with worship and production and to be over that ministry area. We really value our volunteers here. It's one reason why Melissa is, you know, co-head of this podcast. Hey, hey, we, uh, <laughs> we, we, we value volunteers to the point where if people are coming in to lead a ministry area, part yeah. of the interview process is they have to be interviewed yeah. by volunteers in that ministry area. Yeah. And so Melissa got to be a part of that. I'm very curious how, because no staff members are on that call, right? I don't, I don't think so. Megan was like ghosting. Okay. Like, Megan, you know, she was, the, like, she was lurking yeah, yeah, in she the was background. Lurking. That's probably, well, that's probably a good thing. But how was that conversation? I wasn't there for that. So, can I go first? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I would love to know what you thought about that. Well, you know, it was funny. You were like, and as you should be, it was like her and Owen, by the way. Um, oh, Owen Terry. I was aggressive. Yes, I love Owen. What up, Owen? Oh, you were um, aggressive, I think so. No, no, you, she was so serious, which she should be. Yeah. But like, I feel like I was like, I was giving some good answers to her questions and she would be like, yeah, okay. Um, next question. <laughs> yeah, she was like very <laughs> unimpressed. Like, yeah, yeah, 100%. I think what's and, so, what's so funny about me and people don't know this is like, like, I'm laughing so, thinking well, about socially that. and like with my friends and like if you're just to talk to me, I'm very very light. But like when something is serious, she's dead serious. I'm yeah. dead serious. And you're like, we got to make sure. And this I will. And I will. I will. I will flip a, a switch. Thing. And like, I, it could. I felt like it could have come off as a bit aggressive. No, I, you, but, I could tell you were passionate about the ministry and you wanted to make sure this yeah, rando right. that was going to come in wasn't. But but I in. love that. Like I think that's one thing that makes vertical kind of different is like volunteers that are bought in here, like we want them to be involved to 100%. the point that they are like very, uh, not, not gatekeeping their ministry area, but like, this is ours as well. well and we care about it. it. Yeah. Like, yeah. I love that. <laughs> and also it's funny. I think I mentioned this to, I don't even know who I mentioned this to, but I think Owen asked me like, 
who are some of your favorite artists? And like, they didn't not, not even just Christian, like whatever I named, like my favorite, like Christian artists, but I 100% named Taylor Swift and there was no reaction out of you. I don't think. Oh, she had a poker face. I don't remember you saying Taylor Swift. Did I not? Am I, I don't, I, I, I think you Owen, Graham is sure one of these guys. No, 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 like I, I could be wrong. I think that, I think in our conversation, Owen asked about Christian artists. Okay. I don't know. Okay. Um, cause Resh told me, after y'all's interview, that um, Taylor Swift definitely is, came up. It was she did yes, Def- and because I was, I she told me and she yeah. was like, "You're gonna maybe love just, him." Maybe I'm just mixing the interviews. Maybe there was like three. It was a blur. Yeah. <laughs> it was a blur. What was your first uh, like reaction and yeah. inclination of Graham? I guess. Well, when we when we got off the call, I was like, "I think he's the guy." Oh. I did. I was like, I think he's the guy, and I, I talked to Megan and I talked to Owen. It's like after <laughs> I was like, I, th- I think I think he is the guy, but I'm <laughs> I'm interested. <laughs> That's so sweet. That I mean, is so sweet. It's, it's like when you're at it's like when you're at the shelter looking at the puppies, and you're like, right. Mom, this is the one. This is the one. <laughs> <laughs> sweet. Were you were you intimidated to meet me after the interview? I thought that that's how you were going to be. I shouldn't have thought that. But like, <laughs> but here's the thing. And like, I think all of, she knows this, obviously. The day I shadowed, um, Zach told me that Tiffany was like a big Swifty. Because like that came up, obviously, within yeah, the first time yeah, I met Zach. Yeah, for sure. And he was like. Zach, ministry assistant production guy. Yep. Yes. 100%. Yeah. Um, and um, so. I went and talked to her, uh-huh. whatever. And then so me and Tiffany were like, Zach was stuck. He like went with me and was showing, he was showing me the office. Rest in peace. Yeah, R. rest in peace. <laughs> yeah. She was texting me last night about Taylor Swift. Okay, the well, there you go. Good. Yeah, so, yeah, good. Anyway, so we like were like 30 minutes. And then she was like, you have to come talk to Melissa. I was like, I know Melissa. Like, you know, whatever. <laughs> and so then, and then what's funny is Reshman tried to get in the conversation. Like us three were talking. We were just like <laughs> and getting to it. Yeah. Reshman tried to get in the conversation. She was like, I only like old Taylor though. And I was like, well, you can leave. Like, you <laughs> well, are not you're here. out. This yeah. is not so. for you. So you came to Vertical. You met all the Swifties. And and, uh, and you're like, okay, fine. This is works. fine. This will this will work. So how's it been? Okay, wait. How long have you been here now? Actually, I feel like you've been here for a years. Year already. <laughs> July, literally, <laughs> yeah. July seventeenth was my first day. That was a Monday. Okay, so What's, a couple months. Yeah, like almost a couple, almost months. two months. Yeah, okay. It feels like almost a year. How is it? Um, how so. has it been? I mean, I mean, not even like in a vertical is great because yeah. authenticity and and real is one yeah. of our words, whatever. But how has it been? I'm I'm curious what it's like with the adjustment. No, it's been, I feel like, and I've told my friends this, like the adjustment was almost like, I really didn't feel like I had to, like I walked into a great group of volunteers that were like ready to serve. Then they, I think they just, and you can correct me, like just needing and want somebody just to lead that. Like yeah. they knew what they're doing. They're all talented, but they wanted some, somebody to be there to lead that. And, yeah. Oof, you know. We, we were, we were <laughs> missing a leader Yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, for um, sure. And so I've, I've enjoyed it. Like I like I text my volunteers like every Sunday afterwards. It's just and I and it's genuine. I know it can come off like redundant and whatever, but like every Sunday I just drive home and I'm like, Wow. Yeah. That was great. I'm super thankful. <laughs> you know? Man, I, I love to hear that. How about the staff? Was there an adjustment to being on staff at Vertical? You know, and you can probably speak to this. Like I take a minute to completely like be just super comfortable. Come out of your shell. Yeah. yeah. Uh, not that I'm shy, but I'm like, I'm not going to show everybody my 10 like right away. <laughs> right. Just naturally. Yeah. yeah. That's how um, I am. That's why you didn't catch it. Right. Yeah, that's right. Okay. <laughs> um, but no, within like a week, I was like, I feel like I fit in here perfectly. And like, you know, just joking around with everybody. Yeah. And, 
I uh yeah, I can I can speak to that just as far as like in the interview process, I felt very similar to uh very similar to Melissa. Uh and I probably have a little bit of a um a chip on my shoulder for with for this as well, being kind of a younger guy in mm-hmm. leadership. I remember like getting to meet you and, and look through your resume and all that and, and feeling like I, I think this dude is talented, mm-hmm. number one. Uh, but I also think he's very passionate, um, not even just for, for worship and all that that is, but for, for building a team and, and, and leading a team. And so I loved that. I actually kind of loved that you were younger. I thought it would bring fresh perspective. And so I was like, I'm, I'm sold on Graham. Like I'm, I'm, I'm in on Graham. Probably a week after you started working here, I was like, no, like I, I really love Graham. (laughs) I was like, his, his personality fits so well. And I was like, I say this all the time. My number one thing with a person is they have to be playful. Like for me to be able to interact with somebody on a level where it's going to be deeper than just like we, you know, we coexist or whatever. Like, and I was like, Graham can, he can take it. He can also give it back though. And I I was like, (laughs) Graham is like sassy. And I love that. hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Really, really good. Um, So you've been here for two months. You are leading uh, worship at Vertical. You're leading that team. You're leading the production side of that. Um, what are kind of your hopes for Vertical in that realm going forward? Like one of the things when we hired you was like, hey, this is kind of a – it's not a blank slate. I mean, there's history here, and we and we have a standard, obviously. But we also, when we hire people, one of the things we say is like, we if we've hired you, if you've made it through this process, we believe that God has called you here. And so mm-hmm. you have leeway to lead there. And so yeah. make it what you want and, 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 and all of that. So I'm curious and I want people to hear like, what are kind of your hopes and, and dreams for vertical in that aspect going forward, I guess. Yeah. Something that I feel like maybe I've said to both of you, but it's like for sure my heart is that like, yes, I want us to like, you know, do well, prepare well, and honor God that way with our talents. Sure. But also, like, Stephen Day in uh, 22 and Some Chains says, I just want to have fun and have a good laugh. Like, that's my that's my life motto. Like, I, if we're not having fun and we're not, like, we're not serving together well, then I don't want to do it, you know? Yeah. Like, I, I, I want to create and help create. It's not just me. It's everyone. Um, an environment where we're comfortable to lead together. Because when we're more comfortable to lead together, we know each other well. We're, you know. Yeah. Not best friends, but you know we're we're acquaintances in yeah. that way. We're going to lead to lead better together. Yeah, I would agree with that, and I think that comes through in your personality too. <clears throat> you um you you are a good mixture of you know that that joy thing that you're talking about and um structure. That's that that is probably one thing that like I found the most interesting about you thus far is like you're able to have a good time. You you clearly have a great time with your team and your team loves being around you. I know Melissa can attest to that. I was hyping you up major yeah. when you were out that Sunday. Yeah, Aww. for sure. Yeah. Seriously, we were side stage and it was like, it was like a Sunday as it had been for months before you got here. You know, me, um, kinda, Andy. Um, it felt weird without Zane it. Zane huh? and um, who was it? Um Don. Don, yeah, just people who've been serving together for a little while. For a long and time. so we were all side stage and um um I don't know how it came up, but somebody said um like something about night of worship or something yeah. and um I, I can't remember, but I was hyping you up. Yeah. yeah. I was. I was like, y'all, I love Graham. Yeah. I'm so, so glad he's here. <laughs> I, I, I love that like that that 
the team loves you. It's that fun side of things as well. But the mixture of that with structure is something mm. special. So, yeah. So I appreciate sure. that. Um, I'm curious, just in way of getting to know you a little bit better, like <clears throat> you're here, you're going to be leading. And I want people not only to recognize you as a worship leader, but as like um, a spiritual leader mm-hmm. as well. Can we talk a little bit about, um, I know we've talked a little bit about the struggle between school and getting too vertical. And there was kind of a time of maybe some waiting. Can we, can we talk a little bit yeah, about that? hundred percent. One of the things that we always end up asking people when they apply here is, Hey, tell us about a time that you struggled recently, you mm-hmm. know? Um, and that is usually a, like a definitive point for the interview. I don't know if you knew that being in that interview, but we can get a lot of answers sometimes where people are giving like secondhand hardships or, you know, things that haven't really impact. And it's just very clear. Like these people haven't struggled yet. Mm-hmm. These people haven't been to the point that they're broken yet. And while there are great churches around here and great places where they could lead, it would be very hard to lead at vertical if you don't understand some amount of brokenness. Like that's very core to who we are. And one of the things you brought up was this kind of struggling from, Hey, some uncertainty about job and what am I doing? And do I yeah. get to be Ben Rector or what? <laughs> no, but yeah. can we talk a little bit about that? Yeah, Is that okay? For sure. Yeah. yeah. Tell me a little bit about it. So, I mean, as I've told, told y'all, like I'm a planner and want every, you know, that's not, it's it's something that is a gift, but it's also like a burden at times because um, I know the Lord like had me through a waiting season for a reason, and I know that reason was to like not trust in myself for once, sure, and to fully just trust in Him because I it was completely out of my hands. Um, and so you know during the, probably the last five four months of my um, time in college, like my last semester about to you know graduate, when I was looking for jobs and everything, like. Either stuff just wasn't coming up or, you know, interviews weren't happening, you know, just things like that. And yeah, it wasn't was how you really planned it. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. Um, because like the, I think the norm in any, not even just like my field or degree, yeah, not just ministry. Yeah. It's like the ideal, like American dream kind of thing. If you're talking about like college and job is like you graduate on a Friday from college and then that Monday you start your <laughs> you full-time walk into job. the yeah. job yeah. so it's like this is my career now right yeah. and like th- me being like that person that like structure like that I was like yeah that's me like from from an early time in college I was like oh yeah that's gonna be me like yeah. I'm gonna already have my ducks in a row and like it's gonna be good I know what whatever. I'm doing I know, yeah. the, I know what the system looks 100%. like because so. I have like friends and have seen people who just who and obviously I was kind of like this too but um graduate and then like months maybe even years later finally get a job and i'm like no i'm not gonna be i'm not gonna do that right yeah um and so yeah i was in this season of waiting of just like lord i don't know what's gonna happen i don't know where you want me um and it was just a it was a it was a really hard time but like i said like i learned so much from it and like in college and in like things i could easily have my hands on things and like make things happen yeah um but with a job that was very different. Yeah. Um, it wasn't so, really up to you for once. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like I said, like I finally for once had to be like, it's not by my own strength. Like I can't like work this out and force things to happen. Like I just have to let go and trust that it's in the Lord's hands. Yeah. Um, and so that, I think honestly, that was the first time that I had to do that. Um, and so it really brought me to a place of weakness and yeah. just relying on the Lord, like, in my weakness, like he is strong. Yeah. yeah. And so that was, it was tough, but, um, it was so funny. Like as soon as I got like, I think after the, the Sunday I led worship, it was like July 2nd. Yeah. Um, 
like after that day and after like talking to everybody afterwards, I was like, okay, I'm kind of confident this is going to work out. Before I was like telling myself every step of the way, I was like, no, it's not going to happen, whatever. Da, da, da. Yeah. After that Sunday, I was like, okay, this is, this, this feels is probably, right. yeah, I, I felt peace about it. And then from volunteers and Megan and people, I just felt like, you know, maybe this is going to happen. Um, I saw that light like at the end of the waiting tunnel and I was yeah. like, wait, like, you know, it's so beautiful that the Lord brought me through this and taught me these things. And like, because of hopefully my obedience in that waiting season, he's blessed me with this yeah. ministry. One of the things uh, Nathan and I are like currently writing for next year and getting series ready for next year and all that. And I'm, I'm kind of looking at a series on faith, which sounds super generic, but it's kind of like a character study on Abraham, I guess. And one of the things that like, I don't know. I, I, I've, I was thinking about you this morning, knowing that you were coming in and I was kind of reading about that and reading in Genesis too, is you had this idea of a guy named Abraham who like, he very clearly had everything figured out. Like I'd never thought about it this way, but <clears throat> he had a really successful business and his business was like creating these, these gods for people. And it was like a God for anything. Like if you are, uh, infertile, here's a God, it'll fix that. If you're worried about your crops, here's a God, it'll fix that. And like you can tell from Abraham very early on that he had an answer for almost every question, and that was actually his job. But then he gets in touch with this one true God, the real God, right. who ends up changing his name and making him a whole <laughs> new person or whatever. And it's like he asked, like God asked Abraham to move without a plan. And I'm like, oh, man. Yeah. That's, that is where I have such a win. And this is why I say we're kind of similar. Like that's where I have such a hard time with that. Yeah. Like Nathan and I were talking last week about so often I, I'm this guy that buys into this like cult of certainty, you know, that like I, I convince myself that it's all under my control and I can be certain how things are going to roll out because I have a plan for absolutely everything. Right. And I've just found that like, kind of like you were just saying, the best things in my life have happened whenever I give up the fact that I'm not going to have an answer for everything. I can't create something that's going to fix everything and just kind of have to let God do his thing and trust it's going to be okay. So, yeah, that's um, good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's your, you, that. yeah, you really reminded me of that. I was thinking about you this morning reading that and I was like, that's, that's yeah, that's, that's Graham. That's good. Um, Man, I feel like I just hijacked your story a little. Sorry for that. Sorry for that. So the way these podcasts normally work, and I'm like, I'm really excited for this, is we have a couple of different segments. We're going to get to do some Ask Us Anything questions. We're going to get to let you recommend some things. So are we okay if we move on over that way? Let's yeah. go. Yeah. We, uh, we got good questions for Graham today. I'm excited. Let's but, get it. Let's go. All right, we are back for some Ask Us Anything. Ask Us Anything. We had just a little bit of technical difficulties, but they'll never know it. We just edit it out. Yeah, it's fine. That's the beauty of a podcast. <laughs> we love that. I think that sometimes when I'm teaching on stage, like, dang, I wish I could edit that out because that joke did not land. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think you had one of those, like, I had one last Sunday. Sunday. I was like, Oh, why is no one laughing? Yeah, I was like, oh no, I was, like, I was on well, me too. I didn't yeah, laugh. yeah, it was, it was on you. Thanks, Graham. I was in the booth. Thanks, Sorry. thanks. I made a joke about I, I don't know. I think it was politics or something. And people were like, yeah, we're not here for that. So, but anyway, we're asking anything today. Uh, I'm actually excited about this one. I think we're gonna learn a lot about Graham. Uh, just in general, what your what your hopes and dreams are. Yeah, you know? love. Okay, question for today. 
If you could travel to another country, where would it be? What would you do? And what would you eat? Most importantly, what would you eat, I guess? All right, I got it. Yeah, shouts to the birdies for their foodie questions. We like that. You already have one. Yes. Okay. All I right. do That's have one. That's good, because I don't know. What I'm my... ready. Okay. I'm ready. Let me, let me, let me know. What is okay. it? Okay. I want to go to Greece. Okay. And um, I want to eat Grecian food, because <laughs> I love... I love Greek food. So not Greek. Well, it's the same kind of food. Yeah, right. It's the same. I love Greek food. Okay. What is it about Greek food that It's everything. It's, it's just, just everything. I, I, I love I love the, the flavor. Hater. Here's the hater in me though. Do you like American Greek food or do you like Greek food? I mean, have y'all been to Yaya's? Yes. Look, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw out I, I, I I'm talk, a name drop. I talk name drop. up Yaya's and nobody eats there. Let me tell you, Papu in the kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> this is Authentic Greek food. It re- it really get him is. on the podcast. <laughs> Can we please get Papu on the podcast? Y'all, he is the cutest He's so man sweet. ever. He's he so always sweet. gives Caroline ice cream and yeah. he gives her a kiss on the hand. Yeah. And he's like, okay, Papu loves you. And I'm like, oh. we love you, Papu. He's like, he's like somebody's Grecian grandfather. I swear that, he's yeah. so cute. Yeah. We love Yaya's. We should so go to Yaya's for lunch. Sometime. Name dropping so that Yaya's. It's on 51, it's on 51. in it's Madison like towards away. the Ridgeland okay. side. It's in the shopping center that used to have um, Goodwill yes. in it. Yeah, yeah. It's the little U shape on 51. It's across from um, Mississippi Grills. This is a good question. Why is Madison... And I'm not disagreeing. Why do we have so many Greek restaurants? Why are they fascinated with Greek <laughs> restaurants? And they're building I more. Don't know. Like there's a new Mediterranean restaurant coming, and I'm like, do we need this? It's right. not new. It's Kiefer's. Well, no, Kiefer's is coming, but there's another one across from Christos. What? Yeah, they're building another one that's a Mediterranean. <laughs> I'm like, okay, we have. Uh, I think we've got enough. It's because Madison loves uh, Mexican food and Greek food. That's true. That's I, what we I love here. Too. What would you do? And would you just eat in in Greece? No, I wouldn't just there, eat in there Greece. There are other things to There's do. There's several things I would do in okay. Greece. All right. Yeah. Um, I would. I would want to go sailing. Oh yeah. Because it's just such a beautiful place. Yeah. I think it would be amazing to go sailing in Greece. Yeah. Um. I would love to do really pretty much anything there yeah. because it's <laughs> just like, beautiful. That's one of those places that's like, there's even no shame at being touristy. You know, I feel like you just, I'll do all the touristy things yeah, there. Yeah. I'll go um, hiking up all the little steps. <laughs> that's right. I'll go <laughs> swimming in the water. I'm I'm just trying to go to Greece. It's living her mama mia. <laughs> that's dream. right. Yeah. Listen. You and Papu just. <laughs> oh, I love Papu. I love that you did name drop him on the phone. <laughs> His name's been said at least ten times at this point. I swear, <laughs> he's so okay. sweet though. Yaya's in the kitchen back there making the meatballs. Like we love it. Yeah, send this yeah. to him. And be like, listen at please sponsor minutes. us. Yeah. Please sponsor us. Yes, yeah. uh, shout number, out like, minute number thirty-one. <laughs> right, right. Like we have those. Like you know, when you listen to podcasts, you're like today's sponsor is. Look, I, I name drop Yaya's. Mississippi man every week. <laughs> That's true. I'm, I'm name That's dropping Yaya's. Hey, we love a local business. I shouted out Tamper last week. Yeah, it's fine. yeah, it's all good. Okay, so Graham, where would you travel? What okay. would you do? What, so, what would you eat? I am horribly basic and horribly uncultured. <laughs> Um, okay. In most ways, <laughs> this is your pick. Right. You get to do what you want to do. So I don't. I really don't know. Like I, ha- the only country I've been to outside of obviously the states is Guatemala for mission trips. So like, okay, whatever. Yeah. But I think I'm going to say Australia. Yeah. Okay. I think it's got a little bit of the best of both worlds. I would love to go to Australia. You've got a beach. Yeah. Um, you've got koalas and kangaroos. Those are great. That's right. You've got um, like a destination spot for most big artists. Yeah. 
i.e. Taylor Swift. She always goes there. <laughs> you could see, um, you could see Taylor could, Swift yeah. in Australia. Yeah, and so... I've always wanted to uh, dive and see the Great Barrier Reef. And all oh, right, cool. right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so that's probably what I'd do. Like, you know... What kind of food do they have in Australia? That's what I don't know. Like, Should we he, Google it really quick? I'll do it. Yeah. I'm also, I'm, like, the pickiest person on Earth. I feel like they don't have, like, fantastic... Food. Food. I don't know though. Like I don't. I, I don't. Maybe they grill up koalas. I don't know. Maybe that's their thing. Absolutely not. <laughs> You're like no. I <laughs> immediately. No. I could eat. <laughs> and I, I could and almost do eat chicken like every day of my life. There's nothing wrong with that. And so I like it in all forms, like grilled, fried. I, what I do whatever. know about Australia is they have some crazy animals. So they probably have some like some just like dumb dinosaur chicken that still exists there or something <laughs> that like you could really get down. Like that's just cultural yeah. that you right. eat there. Yeah. Roast you, lamb. I like is lamb. There Y'all are both eating lamb. If dish. you're going to if you're going to Greece and you're going to Australia, you're both eating lamb. Yeah, that's I know. what's that's what we know is happening. Do they call it a euro there? <laughs> it says roast lamb okay. is their traditional dish. Uh, all right. Fish okay. and chips. Gotcha. That's another I was gonna say that. I was like, isn't that fish and chips? But I was like, is that like fish and chips? Is that like that's, UK? Yeah, like that's definitely Southern UK. bluefin tuna. I feel like fish is probably a thing there. Crab. Like, uh, yeah, they're surrounded by water. Yeah. They, I would have to like learn to yeah. eat something. Under else. the sea. Like, <laughs> have a little mermaid. That's know. right. Uh, okay, so mine would be tough because there are a lot of places I would want to go. Australia's on the list. Greece is definitely on Caitlin's list. Well, I think if I could pick, and it's probably the next place out of the country that I'm going to go, would be um, there's a little town, and I cannot pronounce it, um, but it's like right on the border of France and Italy. And they do like one of the biggest trail races in the world. And the oh, mountains cool. there. It's in these big, beautiful mountains. Uh, Mont Blanc is what it's called. And it's just this tiny little town of like a few hundred people in the mountains in France. And I'm That's like, so cute. I would go there yeah. and freeze my little butt off and eat <laughs> soup, <is>. you know, <laughs> and eat soup and run around the trails. And just, little mountain man. I'd just be so happy. I'd be, yeah. and, and the only thing is like, so <laughs> I was actually looking to book this trip for next year. I can't read anything though. It's all in French. <laughs> and I'm like, this is, I need, I need the Google Translate. I'm going to say copy and paste. Google yeah, Translate. Just, we're just Google translating the whole thing. <laughs> Please take my Euros. I will come today. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but you know what though? I don't love French food. I would eat a soup there if it was cold, but like, like French onion. <laughs> that's the american yeah the, i'm just kidding i know that's I not french, know what french food, food is enlightened i have been to uh, a french restaurant before yeah I, I have too it's just like uh it feels very like fancy it does it is very fancy but it it just did not impress me that much and like, and the portions were you had very a croque small. Madame. i was about to say yeah, it's one of those like small portion places it just wasn't it was it was very ex, ex, like experiential not Got very it. filling right, uh-huh. right. uh so but maybe they would maybe that wouldn't be the case if you were in france you know maybe Maybe they're. I don't right. know. I think American portions are like triple the size well, of 100%. European portions. Yeah, so I think we'd sure all true. still be hungry. That's for sure true. Anytime that <laughs> I've come back into the U.S., I'm like, oh my god, this is so much food that yeah. I have to <laughs> eat here. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to Australia. We're going to Greece. We're going to France, uh, and we're just living our best life. We'll living see, our best life. We'll see you. In like Ben Rector said. What did he say? I'm living my Come best on. life. Okay. I wake up with a Y'all know y'all are going to get a little sing moment. A little, a little sing along. Actually, we are going to let you sing together. Oh, okay. yikes. But we're saving that for recommends. <laughs> Should we go to recommends? Let's, let's go. go. Okay, let's go. We'll do that. Recommends, recommends. Ooh. 
All right, recommend, recommend. And Graham, you don't know this, but people have been clamoring. They've been begging for us to have Melissa actually re-record that and sing. Do y'all want to sing it? I think we should. Do y'all want to sing do it, it together? Ready? Okay. Two, three, four. Recommend, recommend. Ooh. That was that was lovely. Okay, so maybe we'll just use that. Yeah, yeah maybe we'll just make that the name. You're welcome. You're welcome. We brought listen, Graham. We brought we brought Graham on the podcast for he, this moment. He changed the <laughs> this podcast. is the moment. God made you for a moment such as this. <laughs> I was hired just to this do this. This is right the now. moment. Yeah, yeah, we actually I think he's in his 90 day probation, so we don't even yeah, have to perfect. keep him employed. <laughs> yeah. <after that. laughs> It's, it's pretty good. No, don't we, fire him. No, we're not firing him. We've, we've, <laughs> we love Graham. We've, we've already. This is coming from the people. <laughs> My office is already set up. Let's not move it. That's again. right. Yeah. That's. Sh- oh man. I heard about that. You heard about you the prank. I did. I did. <laughs> we'll leave the birdies out of. We'll yeah. leave the birdies out of that because I felt bad about that prank. It's okay. We yeah. we do office pranks sometimes, and Graham was gone one day, and we completely moved his office out and somebody else's office in and it stressed him out and it was i felt bad i wasn't i wasn't mad i'm just like you were you were disappointed yeah well, he like, wasn't mad. i'm like just a, disappointing i'm like a this, this everything goes in a specific place for a specific reason perfectly this way for sure and i was just stressed yeah it so was, we're so OCD. i needed time to like decompress this is what we are we're ocd well we learned graham's line we don't cross the line and it's fine it's okay, <laughs> it's, okay. it's a learning curve i have boundaries you know yeah you it's get a learning curve. That's what it is. So speaking of learning things, you're here. You're going to give us a recommend. Yep. Uh, this is something that you are passionate about, deeply passionate about. Mm-hmm. Pray, have, have come before the Lord and want to. 100%. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what do you recommend it today? So big Cain, Raising Cane's fanatic. Are you? Big. 100%. Big. Okay. All right. Yeah. Like my whole life and it's just grown even more. <laughs> Sadly, live in Clinton and live like 30 minutes away, but now I work like 10 minutes away from one. So, so you mm-hmm. take advantage of it whenever you can. 100%. Yeah. Here's the thing though. At Cane's, there's like four or five options, right? So everybody's just like, oh, let me just get the three finger. Let me get the box. I can just like settle with that. Right. You're doing it wrong. Oh. So I'll tell you that. You have a hack for us. Yeah. 100%. Okay. So first of all, I like to order four sauces with my meal so that's four yes. sauces you dip everything in the sauce you dip you dip the bread the fries and everything the, goes in the, the tenders sauce. yes yeah, yeah. so that's like if you don't get the sauce you're not okay um but then we're talking about the toast right you are not optimizing your cane's experience if you're not getting butter on both sides of the toast oh so and this is something that not a lot of people know so you just request that yes Okay. So if you want to be a like really like oh like they know what they're doing, you say can I can I get a bob on that? A bob on butter that? on both sides. I guess the yes. And the canes people know they know well, they, that. they call it to the back. Like you got two BBS? Do you got two bobs? Like when did you pick up on this? Did you have? Did years. you know somebody that worked at Canes that told you to do that? No, I. You were just listening. I think somebody, maybe, maybe I was listening, or maybe you're, somebody. You're so I know entrenched told me. in raising kids yeah. culture that you just <laughs> you heard I'm the, like I'm Bob, a secret fan. Okay, list. like you know, right. no, like Bob's. And the Bob's. thing is, is like they're not gonna toast even toast. Like just talk about toast. They're not gonna toast both sides, and they're definitely not gonna butter both sides. Right. So you're eating a straight up like loaf of bread, white bread. Yes, on the one it's side. like okay, yeah. this is good, but like. But you could you have better. to optimize. <laughs> it doesn't cost anything extra. You literally just have to say you it. You just have to I ask. Mean, I, I could see it. I okay. could see it. Okay. 
you, I could the, see it. The elephant in the little tiny room that we are in right now is that several weeks ago, somebody asked, it was an Ask Us Anything question, what are the most overrated restaurants near you? And Melissa said, Number one, Canes. Raising Canes. So all the nice things we've said about each other, those <laughs> Going up out the window, window right, right here. They, they don't even count anymore. <laughs> this is it. What would you say to a, to a raising canes hater like Melissa? Okay, we need we need to take a couple steps. I'm not a hater. <laughs> Calm down. Calm I'm down. not a I'm not one a hater. Is canes? You are a hater. That's the definition. No, I just think that it's overrated. It's, over- it's just chicken. <laughs> but it's you're saying that's that- the thing is it is just chicken. The sauce and the bread with the butter on both sides is what makes everything. I, I will say that I think I'm not playing the 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 toast is good. Yeah, the toast is good. I, I won't argue and there. It could be better. It and you, yeah, like. I was like, you've never and had, I've never even had yeah. the bobs. The bobs. So. <laughs> Give me. Can I have that with the I've bobs? I've never even had the bobs. So and you want to be like a pro? Like, yeah, let me get just like, chill about it. Not don't be like so you don't fan, wink. Like, like no, I just you know, I'm like, hey, let me get like butter on both sides on this toast. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Just let them know, Bob. Also, wait, Bob I forgot to say. Bob that thing up. If you are getting coleslaw, stop listening Never. to this podcast. Yeah, you're messing up, right? I was just, thank gosh. Yeah. I feel, I feel well, you're on the same, on yeah. the same page there. It. So it's no, Double toast. no coleslaw, extra toast, then butter on both sides on those toasts. Because the options no you slaw, have. No slaw, ever. Because the options you have to replace the slaw are... Fry extra fries, right? Never do that. The yeah. proportions are never good. Yeah, like they're not gonna do it. A, t- a cane sauce. He has a spreadsheet on. This. I know. Yeah. I'm. I'm shocked. This is all up here too. Yeah. A cane sauce, which you can just pay twenty five cents to get an extra one. Don't do that. Yeah. Or toast. That's your optimal. It's a whole other side. Yeah. Yeah, so. yeah. I feel like yeah. That's where canes messed up. Slaw is just a trash slide. Yeah. Terrible slide. 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 There's yeah. there's no reason that you should be doing that. Butter both side toast makes sense to me. I, if you had just so that you can retroactively do this, if you had to say that one restaurant is overrated, well, we can say we can stick with chains so that we're not ruining anyone's small business here in the local area. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> really good. Yeah. But if but if there's a if there's an overrated chain, what would it be for you, Graham? So Melissa said Canes. I said Five Guys. Uh, okay. wh- what do you think yours would be? I think I'm really gonna hurt some feelings. <laughs> Don't say Chick Fil A. You're gonna say it. Before I say what it is, <laughs> I do love this place, but gonna say it. only for like some things. I, okay, and I said, and I, it's fresh. I had it last night. Chick fil A. I knew it. I knew it. A little overrated. This did a not little, come up in the hiring process. By oh the way. no, it's a little. I have to overrated sit up for this <laughs> because let me let me just. It's it's all good, but the same way with your like canes is like it's just chicken. It's whatever. That's how I feel about. Chick-fil-A, like, I'm not a Chick-fil-A sauce person. Maybe that's where I'm missing out. That's not my vibe. I'll get Polynesian sauce. But also hear me that I always say that Chick-fil-A has the best mac and cheese ever. So that's what I was about to say is I always get mac and cheese. It's so good. So that's kind of – I understand. Yeah. You're but, a condiment guy, huh? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I have the I, spicy I don't eat chicken anything. cool wrap. Spicy chicken. What is yeah. your order? The spicy chicken? Spicy chicken cool wrap with avocado ranch. I've never had that. See, so. I'm a grilled nugs with a mac and cheese and buffalo sauce guy. Okay, Another great option. They do have lots of options. That's the thing. But also hear me that my favorite, if I'm like getting breakfast and it's not like a nice sit down, whatever place, whatever. If I'm getting breakfast, that is the best option. Like a Chick-fil-A chicken biscuit is like bombing. So then it's not overrated. I guess. 
I don't know. It's it's, See, what, it's here's, people hype it up that's very the thing. high. That's I, the thing. Okay, I, I can I can follow I mean, you there yeah. because I I feel the same way about Canes though because like is it necessary for the line to be that wrapped? She, she around put on the her building? attorney coat for this. She was, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she sat up. She I did, I, y'all. If you could see me right now, yeah. I got my little cozy cardigan. I'm snuggled yeah. up on the couch over here, she just had to sit up talking. I had to sit up for Chick Fil A. I knew, and I, that's not, that's probably not a good one because I still like Chick Fil A and whatever. But, but overrated doesn't mean that you don't like right. it. It just means that that people love I it. Can and, see, okay, and I, I, some, I can follow I had you there. Some fries last night that weren't fresh. They're not good. See, that's They're not. They good. have that's, to be hot and crispy. That's 100%. where my thing is with Chick Fil A. Is I'm not a waffle fry guy. Okay, I I I like just a give me a classic American French fry. Or give me a Greek I love a fry. seasoned fry. <laughs> I, yeah. I, oh, here's my hottest take on fries. <laughs> this at, is a, so, at a certain... This always this turns a, into a, a food podcast. Such a right. good turn. Go ahead. Go ahead. The most overrated fry yeah. at any restaurant, and this is also super hot take, is McDonald's. Agree. I don't like a thin fry. I like a thick... Give me a thick fry. Whatever, and they're thin, and I'm just, I don't love I'll it. I'll be honest, I haven't been to McDonald's since I lived in Arkansas, I don't wow. think, which is like 10 years ago. Yeah. I, yeah. Every, that's like the big thing. They're like, everyone loves their fries, whatever. I just, they're not good to me. I'm, well, they're I'm fundamentally bad. I but. appreciate your take. I respect your opinion. I was kind of wanting y'all to argue. But. I'm not, no, I, 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 I'm with you there. I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not I gonna. I think come the for best it. fries in the metro area are at Apollos. Oh, yeah. Hands down. Hands down. And, and I don't know if I've had them. We need to make sure that you do. Yeah. With the I've feta? had like pizza. I've had, Actually, yeah. that's a lie. I've had it the, with the feta. It's really the good. The feta fries yeah. and even the dip. Yeah, that's what I'm They're talking about with feta. the little spicy feta dip. Okay, we can talk about food all day. We've yeah. got to get off this podcast. <laughs> Graham, thanks for being here. Yeah. Uh, people, uh, make sure that you go and talk to Graham. We see him in the lobby. Let him know he's doing a great job uh, up on stage and leading that team. Melissa, any words of wisdom for Graham before we leave? Oh, man. I have so much to it's like say. Interview part two. Yeah. So much to say. Not enough time. <laughs> we'll just pray over Graham and send him on his way. <laughs> All right, Verdes. We'll see you same time, same place next week. And uh, we love you. We hope you have a great week. See you then. Peace. Bye.